0: Hello. Welcome to the Haas Lady Podcast, where I help you declutter your life and your home. Hey, Haas listeners. How's everybody doing today? Y'all, I survived another birthday week and it was lovely. Just lovely. And for those of you that sent in a review for the podcast, thank you. What a wonderful birthday present. So I'll read one. Jessica says, listening to Becky is like listening to your best friend, encouraging you to both love yourself for who you are, but also to help yourself become a better person. Her soothing and judgment-free tones are exactly what I need to keep me motivated, when I don't want to put my house to rights. Becky's gentle guidance is now in my head, reminding me to love myself enough to put my space back to whatever it was declared to be. She is exactly what I need to take baby steps in a better and more organized direction. Jessica, thank you. I love this so much. But your words choked me up a bit. And all I wanted when I started this podcast, y'all, was to just help one person, even if that one person was me. So to know that people are listening and taking to heart what I say, it's just the best gift ever. So thank you very, very much. Okay, guys, we are mid-February, and we have either been moving full steam ahead Or we might be just getting started. Or we might be doing all the things that feel productive, but are actually just ways of procrastinating, like creating a cleaning schedule for everyone in the house with color coding and stickers. (laughs) Or maybe your procrastination comes in the form of overthinking, being confused, being overwhelmed. Well, guys, there are a lot of ways we can get stuck In the process of developing a clutter-free life. But before I get there, hello guys, I am Becky, (laughs) the Haas Lady, H-O-S-S, Home Organization Simplification Specialist. I made it my mission to turn my passion project into a reality by helping others like you get their life and their homes organized. And if you are brand new or been here for a while, a little review never hurt anyone. I have three steps and three rules. The steps are, number one, declare a space for a function. Number two, clear out everything from that space. Number three, reset the space for that function. And then I have the three rules. Number one, we do not judge, not ourselves or others for how it got that way. Number two, we do not cheat. We don't physically cheat by shoving things in closets and under beds and in storage units. And we don't mentally cheat. We don't cheat ourselves out of a chance to be clutter-free. By procrastinating or making excuses or thinking, we can't do it. And rule number three is we don't quit. We make being clutter-free a habit and a lifestyle by repetition, either by doing little tiny steps until the job is complete or by maintaining our spaces for the rest of our lives. And I get it. Sometimes this all sounds amazing in your head, but taking action is not always easy. Sometimes we just feel stuck. Well, guys, I hope I can help you with that today. So when we say we are stuck, what we are really saying is we are confused, overwhelmed, and overthinking. And truly, there are different points in the process when you are going to get stuck. Sometimes we get stuck before we even start. Sometimes we get started and then freeze up halfway through. And then there is one I don't think we address enough. We can sometimes get stuck in the maintaining stages. So one at a time before you start. Oftentimes, we are just in our heads About where to start. It looks like too much and it overwhelms us into non action. That is because your brain is telling you that it is too hard. There is too much stuff and you don't know where to start. All you have to do is start. It does not matter where or with what. You could have a closet bursting at the seams. And rather than starting on that closet, you shut the door to hide the clutter and you think, okay, out of sight, out of mind. But then that is not how it actually is. Your subconscious is digging in with that teeny tiny voice telling you that you're lazy. You should get it done. You're such a messy person. How can you live like this? Everyone else has a clean closet. So what do you do? You walk away. You leave the mess and you find something else to distract you from that nagging voice. So you watch TV. You go eat something. You go to bed. You pull out your book. You pull out your phone. And this is all brought on by our thoughts and the fact that we do not want to deal with those thoughts. It is not something we are conditioned to do. We are used to sweeping these unpleasant thoughts under the rug. So what thought in your head is hanging out there other than I just don't want to do this? There is something else going on. There's probably some silent thought that you haven't even heard, but it's there. Something like this will never end, this will take too long, it will just get messy again. It's like the why make your bed? You're just going to get back in it later. Why clean your room? It's just going to get messy again. Why wash a dish? You're just going to use it again. Ew, no. Guys, we don't eat off dirty dishes, and we do not use messy spaces. We are now people who clear our spaces. We reset our spaces. We are tidy people. So you got to think about it. Deep down inside... What am I telling myself about decluttering this space? What lies am I telling myself to convince myself to not get started? You got to hear those thoughts and you got to challenge those thoughts. So if you say, I just don't want to, I just don't want to do it. That's basically like an umbrella thought. And there are a lot of things under that thought. So then you ask, but why? Why don't I want to do it? And be honest, the answer might be because it will take all day and I won't be able to do anything else I want to do. So then you ask, but is that true? Does it have to be true? Can I only do 10 minutes a day for one week? Or can I put on a great podcast and knock out this whole closet in four episodes? By the way, I know a pretty great podcast about decluttering. Just saying. The host, super cute. (laughs) Sorry, that's my uh, future self-talking. Don't mind her. But seriously, think about it. You think decluttering is going to take all day. You think you have to carve out an entire weekend, but that is not true. Decluttering does not have to be an all-day event. And when you say it's an all-day event, that means you can't do anything else. And that simply is not true. It's like eating. Guys, you don't say you can't do anything else today because you have to eat later. Eating will take about 10 minutes of your time. So how about you only declutter a space for 10 minutes a day? Your brain hears you say, I'm going to declutter the closet. And it immediately starts digging around in those files of old thoughts when you had to purge your whole closet years ago and how it took hours and how tired you were and how horrible it was. And for some reason, it did not file away the thoughts of celebration you had once it was over. But that's normal because the brain likes to hold on to the negative thoughts because that's how it protects you. It hears, let's clean, and you kind of have like a PTSD response and you shut down. Have you ever thought about that closet and how much you want to get it done? But then all of a sudden your whole body gets super heavy. You start sweating, maybe have a hot flash. You might get suddenly hungry or tired or your heart starts to race. That's all completely normal, guys. And the only way to process through these feelings is just to remind yourself that it won't be hard. There is nothing hard to do. Think about it. In reality, there is only one item to pick up at a time. You physically cannot do more than that. But our brains are telling us that we have to do it all right now. As fast as we can, and it's going to wear ourselves out, and we're never going to get done. I just feel that (sighs) it's why getting started is so hard because we do have so many resistant thoughts about getting started. An example would be let's say you go out in your garage and you start thinking all kinds of crappy things, like, oh my God, who did this? Why is this out here? I thought I told them to put that away. Where's all my stuff? And of course, you're going to feel like shit to think like that. It isn't fun to start out thinking like shit. So I want you to challenge the resistant thoughts. Oh my God, who did this? It doesn't matter. It won't change the fact that it needs to be corrected and fixing it is a hell of a lot easier than hunting down the person who did it. When it might even be yourself and you just forgot that you did it. Why is this out here? I don't know. But I can put it back where it goes without much effort. I thought I told them to put that away. Well, maybe you did. And maybe they need a second chance to do it. Or you can go out in the garage and say, Okay, Becky, one thing at a time. You get to decide how you want to do it. You can decide what to do first. Like pick up the trash. Start with the tiny things. And if that is too hard, there are two many different categories, and you just freeze. So this is what you do. You pick up the thing directly to your right, closest to your right hand. Look over, decide what it is, and then you start categorizing every item that way. So let's say you pick up an axe. (laughs) Okay, maybe not an axe. (laughs) Maybe not that. (laughs) Let's say you pick up a garden tool Maybe a pile of garden tools. You take them out into the driveway. You make a pile of them. And then let's say you walk back in the garage. And the first thing to your right, you see an old Sonic cup that got left out there. Just pick it up, throw it in a giant trash bag. Then you walk back in. Pick up the first thing to your right. And if you pick up a dirty towel that someone used to dry off something and left it on the garage floor, and now it's disgusting, you get to decide if that goes back in the house or in the trash. And if it goes back in the house, you get to make a box of things that go back in the house. What we aren't going to do is stew in judgment. We're not going to get pissed off with every single thing you pick up. Your energy does not need to be spent dwelling on how it got that way, who made it that way, your energy needs to be focused on just how to correct it. So you've gotten started, and you're, let's say, maybe halfway through, maybe three-fourths of the way through. You're on a roll, but then suddenly you hit a wall. You look up and you think things like, I should be done by now. I have so much more to do. Well, I pulled out all this junk. Now what? Where does that stuff even go? And you just get super tired and you freeze. Or maybe you have done all the obvious areas and what is left is like those random crap that you just can't make any more decisions about. So you can totally take a break. There's nothing wrong with walking away from a mess for a while and giving your mind and body a chance to rest. But if you're avoiding the boxes of things that you feel might be like opening Pandora's box, you are back to the first thing we talked about. You have the thought of, just more shit. I don't want to do this. I don't have the time. Yeah. So maybe you had some progress getting started on the space as a whole. But now you're getting to those little spaces and you just can't make any more decisions. So one technique that has worked before is to create an effort bucket. You will chuck it in the effet bucket. You can spell it out if you'd like. Anything that you have not given a home to yet. Anything that does not have a space declared to contain whatever it is. And obviously, you don't have to have a literal bucket. But you can find a box somewhere in the house or put one in each room where you just put the random homeless things in a holding area. And as you are clearing out more spaces, you are going to kind of become more aware of the items in the effort buckets and you're going to start making decisions. Why do these things not have a home? Like things that I would find in an effort bucket, maybe like flashlights, batteries, knickknacks, pictures, tools, books, chargers, cords, thumb drives, gift cards, coins, those command strip things hair ties. I don't know, just those little tiny bitty things that kind of seem to end up in the weirdest places like junk drawers and they just don't have a home. But when you get to a point where the effort bucket is full or your spaces are making more sense around you, you can start to take one piece of randomness out of the bucket and find a home. And yes, all of those things I mentioned above have a home in my home flashlights batteries remotes all go in the drawer in the end table in the living room knickknacks usually have a home that is decorative but if it doesn't really fit the theme or whatever i just put it in the donate box unless it's like a memento and then i keep those things in a display cabinet pictures i have a box in my bedroom for loose pictures tools go in the tool bag in my utility closet Books, if they are precious to me, I make room on my bookcase, and if not, they get donated. Chargers and cords and thumb drives. I have a drawer for all of these things, and inside that drawer are little bins or bags that I got from the Dollar Tree, just to keep things separated out and easy to find. Gift cards, I treat as money, and I put those in a drawer where I keep my checkbook. And now that I say that out loud, I might want to reconsider that, because... I never use my checkbook and therefore never opened that drawer. And then those gift cards are forgotten about, but whatever. And then any coins I find laying around go in a piggy bank. And then I have a drawer for my command strips. I have a bin for my hair accessories and bin inside it specifically for hair ties. That was probably way more than you ever wanted to know about how my random things were organized. But I'm telling you, if you have a space... Everything, and I mean everything in your home, you are going to find maintaining a clean space so much easier. And then there's the phase when you're done decluttering. You feel really good about it, but then you start feeling like maybe you didn't get it all. And you think this because one day you look up and you see piles of something here and there. Now, this isn't from a mistake that you have made. This is just years and years of habits of not putting things away that are going to pop up from time to time. But instead of getting up and taking care of it, you just throw up your hands because you just cannot find a give a shit anywhere. Go back to that method of challenging those thoughts. Before you thought you couldn't do it, but guess what you did? And now you think you're never going to get it right And that not only is breaking rules number one and number three, but you're not challenging those thoughts that are holding you back. And then you also have the issue of consuming. You're going to buy more shit. You will bring that shit into your home. (laughs) If you have room in the spaces they belong, great. But oftentimes we don't have extra space and the clutter starts to hang over us again. So you might start doing some unnecessary cleaning, something I do from time to time, thinking I'm being productive, but really it's not at all. The best way I can describe this is by giving you an inside look inside my squirrely ADHD brain. (laughs) I will create a home for everything in my house. Y'all know this. If I find a pair of scissors, I know where to put them. If I have cords and chargers, I know where to put them book, shoe, dish, I know where each item is supposed to be and I can walk it straight to that spot. And then one day I'll look down and I will have something that I may not have made a home for it. It is usually something totally random or recently purchased, like a basket or a candle or a cute little decoration. And now that is when I kind of freeze. My brain will not process what to do with that thing, so I end up putting the basket on the table Then a week later, I move it to the bathroom. Then I move it to the living room. I just keep thinking of new or better ways to use this basket. It almost leads me in like a spiral. It is just unnecessary cleaning. Do I really freaking need this basket? Or am I moving it about hoping that I can find a good use for it and it never quite being the right fit? I could eliminate all all of these behaviors by getting rid of that basket. Just get rid of it. I do not have to keep moving it about. It doesn't have a functioning purpose, not really. So it can go. Or if it is something I recently purchased, I can make space for it by getting rid of something else. Or I could just stop buying stuff (laughs) that I don't need, right? But when I am doing a quick reset of a room, I can rest assured that everything I pick up will have a home in a functioning space that works for that item. I do not have to guess or overthink it. I can reduce the amount of things I have to move around by making sure each item in my home has its own home, even before I bring it inside. So if you're out shopping, where am I going to put this? If you can't think of an exact home, really challenge why you're actually buying it. And maybe you're not to this stage yet. That's okay. You may still only be working on the kitchen or a closet. But as you get rid of things that you just keep unnecessarily cleaning, you are whittling down the time it will take you to reset your spaces. And guys, that's it for today. So let's review because that was a lot. If you get stuck. Really listen to what your habit brain is telling you. Can you challenge those thoughts and override them with new thoughts that don't hold you back? Can you shorten the amount of time you take to do the tasks? Can you schedule out 10 minutes a day? Are you stuck because you just don't know where to put things? Can you make a chuck it bucket and just hold those items until you have a more clear vision of where things are going to go? Are you decluttered, but now starting to feel like the old habits are creeping back in? Challenge those thoughts. Challenge yourself to always find a home for everything in your home. And if it doesn't have a home, does it even belong? So this week's call to action, guys. Go visit my website at thehosslady.com. My sister made it for me. Y'all, you need a website. I'm just saying she's amazing. She can help you. Visit the website. If you want to do one-on-one coaching, by all means, please visit that link. I will be glad to help you. For now, that is all I've got. I really, really hope you guys have an amazing day. Hope the weather's not too crazy for you out there. And until next time. Remember, we don't put it down. We put it away. Let's get to it. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to my Haas Lady podcast. My name is Becky, and I cannot wait to share more ideas with you to help you get your environment and your mind to a more organized space. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one, visit my website at thehaaslady.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave me a review and share with your friends. Until next time, let's get to it.